0: Um, but I've been working on a sermon um, that I've wanted to bring to you guys for about a month now. And this is not it.
1: <laughs>
0: I can't finalize it. We don't
1: have it next week, bro.
0: I can't finalize it. So um, I was asking the Lord as I was preparing that sermon, and he said, I want you to talk about endurance. Um, and I, I kind of laughed a little bit because I don't usually, I don't... I don't have endurance. I can't relate. (laughs) But uh, I used to. I used to have a lot of endurance. I was kind of an athlete back in the day. I was uh, very good at soccer.
1: Awesome. Um,
0: Yeah, I had a blast. I I probably should have stuck with soccer instead of golf. um, Because I was pretty good at it. But that's the only thing I had really endurance in. Um, So... Back in the day, I, you know, I was a pretty cool cat back in the day. Did a lot of different things. Thanks for laughing.
1: Um, I, uh,
0: I did a lot of cool things, you know. I, I was really, really big into mountain biking back in the day, if you believe it or not. Um, and I was all in. I actually built a bike from scratch, um, and it's still in my parents' garage. Um it's kind of funny. I, I it hasn't been r- ridden, rode, hasn't been sat on, pedaled. <laughs> <Sat on.
1: laughs> <laughs> it
0: hasn't been used in at least eight years. But oh, it's still a good bike. So if you want to buy a bike, uh, I know a guy. Um, but. I was super into mountain biking. I had all the gear, the padded butt shorts, the clip-in shoes. I had the camelback. Do you guys know what the goo is? Do you remember the goo? No. You would take the goo and you'd... It's like energy. Um, Yeah. yeah. It was like a bump. Yeah, it was good stuff. My dad forced that stuff on me all the time. My dad's a pretty big-time cyclist, so he was like, you need the goo if you're going to ride a bike. So, um, But I built a a killer, killer bike. Full suspension. It was freaking legit. Had the Fox Racing shock on the front and in the middle. Um, extra grippy grips. <laughs> All of it. And I would actually, me and my me and my buddy Chandler would actually. Um, I was telling Blake about this. Uh, we would actually go to this park across his like this playground and like our our balance was so good that we could like stand on our rear tire and hop around and off of benches I know you can't picture me doing that now but picture a guy with really long hair and very very attractive still I think so I think so not everybody thinks that though you've
1: got your shirt to prove it huh you've got your shirt
0: to prove it Yeah. So I, I would I would train I would I would do all of these things, um, but um, and I would spend more and more money on the best parts and and frankly back then it was more more and more of my dad's money but um, the thing we always did when we were mountain biking was ride up to the top of the hill we would ride to the top instead of take a lift or or walk our bikes or do anything like that we would ride up and. Um, I was in really good shape (laughs) and not anymore. But I was in really, really good shape because that, I mean, you're going up an incline on a bike and you're kind of um, trailing around big boulders and rocks and stuff. But the cool thing was about that moment is going through that um, hell, going through that hell, getting up to the top of the mountain, I got to see because I would go back down the same path. And rip down this thing as fast as I could. You get kind of, am I setting the scene enough? And, um, you know, it was all fun in the beginning, you know? It was all fun, you know, like, okay, we got to the trailhead. Now we're going to go up to this incline. And it was all fun until you had to start pounding and pounding and pounding with endurance. Endurance sucks. If anybody has endurance, I am very proud of you because it is tough. It takes a long time to get that endurance. It takes a long time of striving, of training, of anything to get to that level, right? Whether it's a, 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 um, being an athlete, you know, or, 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 a, or a runner, where you t- apparently you just run. Yep it says new thing
1: survival. I think it's called
0: yogging it's this new concept that you just run I don't get it but hey yeah. so I was all in at the beginning and I, and I got pretty good at this mountain biking thing right but I stunk at, at, at endurance um, I had just terrible physical endurance Okay, then there's, I kind of was thinking about this word endurance, and it's more than just physical endurance, right? There's actually this mental endurance,
1: mm.
0: right? You know, when Blake is down by like 10 points in ping pong, his mental endurance is not very good. He gets defeated. He gives up. He's like, well, game's over. Game's <laughs> over. You've all, all of you guys have heard that, whether you've beat him or not,
1: <laughs>
0: but I, uh, I had terrible mental endurance back in the day, too. Just terrible. Uh, you can ask my family about how many golf clubs had to be fixed because of my mental endurance. I was a very angry, angry, angry person. Oh, just worse than that. Worse than that, man. I, my mental endurance, if I had one bad shot on the golf course, my entire round was over. I, I might as well have just got my bag and and gotten into my car, kind of thing, you know. Uh, there's one one excellent story of me at uh, at regionals, uh, which I yeah I was really good. I was really good. Not I I'm still am pretty good today, um, but not as good as I was. So I, I was at this regional tournament. I was actually, uh, if you guys know golf, I was actually um, eight under wow. through 13. Uh, Through 13. That's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Everybody go, wow, even if you don't know what I mean. Um, And then my mental endurance sucks so much. I was actually leading the tournament. I like by a long shot. Like nobody was even close to me. Everybody else was even. And I was at minus eight through 13. And my coach drove by and said, hey, don't let your team down. (laughs) And because of the man that I was, the boy that I was, the boyish man that I was, I had zero mental endurance, and I actually ended up not even making the cut. I shot 88 in that tournament instead of what I was on track of. I Is came
1: over. Off,
0: yeah, in five holes. I took an eight on a par three. Just freaking off the rails, you know? So mental endurance is this huge thing, right? Uh, I, I don't struggle with it as much today, you know? Do you guys struggle with mental endurance? I didn't so want to do physical endurance because everybody, I, I don't know. Sammy will be the only one who's not raising his hand. I
1: think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I've no got. Demon. look at me. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But um, mental endurance is tough, you know? It's tough. Because you're your worst critic, right? Yeah, yep. You guys realize that you're your worst critic? Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember coming home from that golf tournament and I just freaking wept. Just wept and my dad just gave me a big old hug. said, it's going to be okay son." <laughs> it was a rough day, right? Mental endurance. Mental endurance. I was never good at that. Okay? Let me get back to my notes here. You guys ever, uh, wait. Hmm. Yes. And there was actually one time I did leave in the middle of a tournament just because I was just, I was like, ugh, F it, kind of thing, right? You guys ever do that in life? Mm -hmm. It's like, hmm, I gave it my all. Mm -hmm. I tried. I did my best, and this one thing came against me, and I was a train, and now I'm, I'm tipped over. You guys ever do this? No. Yeah. Last kind of endurance that I was thinking of, we got physical, we got mental, and then my faith endurance. My faith endurance as a, as a young man in high school, it sucked. It sucked. I got saved when I was 17, and I had no idea what to do. Um, but my faith endurance sucked. I would go to all the camps with my youth group and experience God and then I would go back and I'd be like, where'd you go, God? But then I learned as I got older, it was where I went, right? At camp, at camp, I spent time with him. My focus was on him and then I get back into real life and I'm just like, well, that was cool. That was cool, you know? Anybody resonate with that? Everybody's got a, oh my gosh, I just, Saturday night, cry night. Yeah? (laughs) Okay, so um, you guys kind of get the three layers of this. Uh Um, You don't want me teaching on physical endurance, okay? I'm not going to teach on that tonight, so. (laughs) Hallelujah, yeah? Thank you, thank you, Lord, yeah. Um, but um, endurance requires kind of four things as well, as I, I was kind of thinking through it. Endurance requires passion. Endurance requires pain. Endurance requires straining, and endurance requires sticking it out. If I don't get all of those four things aligned, I'm probably going to burn out, right? It's passion, pain straining, and sticking it out. Right? Yeah. So tonight we're going to focus on faith endurance because we're, we're, it's Jesus' meeting, yes? And again, I should be the last person teaching you about physical endurance. Maybe, maybe Samuel can teach you that um, on another night. Um, but I do believe mental endurance goes hand-in-hand hand with faith endurance. Would somebody turn to Mark thirteen thirteen for me? This one will mark you the rest of your life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just thirteen. That's funny. Thank you. Mark thirteen
0: thirteen. Mark 13, 13. Read it. it. And you will
1: be hated by all for my name's sake, but the one who endures to the end will be saved.
0: So, kind of a. I mean, what color is that text? Red. It's red. That's straight from our boy Jesus.
1: <laughs>
0: right? That's intense. Correct? Yep. Yeah. You're going to be hated by everybody. Mental endurance. That's going to beat the crap out of my mental. Yeah. Right? Yep. Correct? Yeah. And then, if I stick it out, what will I do? I will be saved. That's my faith. Correct? Yep. Yeah. These two things have to go hand in hand. Yep. Everybody turning against me sucks. Yeah. Has anybody lost a friend because of how they believe in Jesus? Yeah? It hurts. It's like, man, what the heck? Am I am I am I right? <laughs> am I sure about this? Mm-hmm. Especially like really trusted people. <laughs> like, hmm, this is very interesting, right? But it says, "Yes, the world's going to hate you." The world's going to hate you. But if you stick it out, you will inherit The kingdom of God. In Hebrews 12, verse 1 through 3, it reads, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of god consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself so that you may not grow weary or faint hearted mm-hmm. did you catch the last part consider who consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself mental yes yeah. so that we might not grow weary or faint hearted. Yeah. It's interesting, right? Yes. They have to kind of go hand in hand. Okay. If I'm weak-minded, I'm going to probably talk myself out of who Jesus is. Does that If I already have my mind made up of okay, well, this is this is just the way it is. I'm going to talk my way out of the provision of the Lord, which we'll talk about tonight. Okay? We all on the same page so far? Yes. Good. That was a very good yes. I'm proud of you guys. This feels like an engaged room tonight. This is what I've been longing for for weeks. Okay? This this feels good tonight. Cool. Who here would say their faith endurance is top notch? Let me explain what I mean by that. When I say uh, endurance, I mean that your faith is so strong. It can stand in anything that comes against you. Uh, you experience God all the time, and you trust in God no matter what. Who is that? Come on. Nobody?
1: Top notch. I mean, I'm notch. My
0: girl? That's fine. Hey, let's get there tonight. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Top notch. Top notch. Let's do it. Let me ask you this. Is your faith so strong that if your friends or family fell away from it, would it change yours? It would not change mine. That good, 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 good. <laughs> cool, let's turn it up a notch. <laughs> Is your faith so strong? Actually, let's not go to that one yet. What if the home shut down? Would your faith still stand? Yeah, yes. sir. Good. That's the, that's the yes I want to hear. What if the entire Christian church, Big C Church, shut down? Would your faith withhold it?
1: Yes, sir.
0: Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Good. Is your faith so strong that you could look at Jesus and then walk on water? That's where I want to be tonight. That's the risk I want to take tonight. I feel like sometimes we just tap into faith instead of walk in faith. Sometimes we just say, okay, I need faith for this moment. I'm dealing with this and I just need to stir up my faith for this moment. I need to, almost like that, uh, the, the story in Acts where the, the waters get stirred by the angels and then he's like hoping that he could get into the water. I feel like sometimes that's who we are. Does that make sense? you we have to kind of always self-check ourselves of will my faith endure this would my faith endure this would my faith endure that if this came up in my life would my faith endure it Would I still trust in the Lord even if I didn't feel like he was in it does that make sense let us run the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that is set before him endured the cross. And hey, I, I don't want to preach this like I have it all figured out, okay? So if you feel that way, just don't. I don't have it all figured out. Okay? 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 okay. 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 Good. Right. I think sometimes we think pastors and leaders just have it all figured out. Not the case. Not the case. Yeah. And just, you know, this is just me and the Lord spending some time together and my conviction out of it, okay? I do not have this on lock. Man, do I wish I did. But I'm with you guys through this, okay? I'm not higher than thou. I'm holier than thou. I'm just joking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's original.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But you get what I'm saying, right? Just because I'm up here does not make... Me anymore holy. Okay? It's just me walking in my calling. Cool?
1: Cool.
0: All right. So, a um, couple things. John 15, verse 18 through 19, it says, If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. Okay? If you were of the world, the world would love you. But because you're not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. <laughs> Did you know that you, if you say yes to Jesus, you already have a place in heaven? Yes. Do you know that tonight? Mm-hmm. Your inheritance is already sealed in heaven. There's already a nameplate on the door for you, <laughs> of your bedroom, of your house, whatever it looks like. I just hope my house is bigger than your guys' is. Yes. <laughs> Come on, I'm just just throwing in these little one-liners to make sure we're paying attention, right? There's, We're already secured in heaven, right? We are eternal beings, we're not earthly beings, yes? yes? Does that make sense? Does everybody understand what that means? We are actually eternal. Yes, my body is fleshly and it's earthly, but the thing that actually makes me tick, my soul, my spirit, actually that makes me tick, that is eternal. That's what I care about, mm. right? I'm still gonna take care of this this temple, but come on, Grant. Come on, man. I made eye contact with you, hoping that you. I'm still gonna take care of myself, yes. But at the end of the day, I have an eternal destination. Yeah. This is not my destination here. Mm -hmm. I don't just live and then die, and then that's it. Then it's just black. That's not it. I'm actually eternally destined somewhere. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So if the world hates you, good. And hey, let me preface this. Don't go out of your way to make people hate you. Okay? Don't be just a jerk. Just like, oh, that guy hates me, so mm. there's my treasure in heaven kind of thing. No, no. They should. <laughs> how do I say this without sounding weird? Uh, they should this hate should almost be a jealousy for what you carry mm, come on. Yeah. does that make sense yeah. 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 it should be a jealousy for who you are because what we're going to read tonight uh, as we kind of dig into this we'll be in James uh, 1 for kind of the rest of the evening it'll be count it all joy my brethren right that will be our main kind of topic of count it all joy why because that is what sets us apart if I have a, a joy lens on I see everything from the eyes of God,
1: mm-hmm.
0: correct? Yes. And it doesn't waver just because, oh, I stubbed my toe or something like that, okay? It stays consistent. Maybe uh, I'm not happy that I stubbed my toe because happiness is all the right happenings happening. Does that make sense? Okay? Joy is consistent through, the, uh, as, as you guys like to say, the seasons of my life, Okay? Joy is consistent through that and through all of the seasons, though the seasons change. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I've, I spoke that way, too, and that's probably why you guys speak like that. But at the end of the day, yes, there's things that come up. But at the end of the day, we need to have joy, count it all joy. And that is what the world will despise. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay? Does that make sense to everybody in the room? Yes. Okay, it's a jealousy, not oh, that guy's a jerk. <laughs> okay, if you're a jerk and you follow Jesus, you're doing it wrong. Okay, yeah. if you're yeah, I, I don't need to embellish on that. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, because you are not of the world, but He chose you out of the world. Therefore, the world will hate you. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? Yeah. He calls you son and daughter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He does. That's who he calls you. Mm-hmm. Because you son and daughter, because your destination is eternal,
1: mm.
0: and it better be the kingdom of heaven. I've been convicted lately that I'm going to be like—I don't even know if this is scriptural or not—but I feel I've felt this conviction over me that the people underneath my leadership, if they don't inherit the kingdom of God. I'm going to have to answer to that. Yeah. That scares me a little bit. You know, that's why I don't know. It just scares me a little bit. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like people who I, I'm I'm an influencer, for lack of a better term, on Instagram, no, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Come what on, Katie. Sell uh, oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Hey.
1: <laughs>
0: but what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm what i'm saying is the way we influence the way we lead i believe that we'll have to be held accountable to those people and where they ended up and it's kind of scary to me you know because not all of it's in my control man i wish it was mm, do i wish i had control man i would just freaking throw ipads at everybody just like hey especially you get apple kind of thing <laughs> all right whatever I'm just I'm just rambling. Go to James cha- uh, chapter one.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go to James chapter one. to
1: catch my phone
0: Everybody there? James chapter one?
1: <laughs> yep, I'm there. Thank
0: you. We're going to just read through uh, verse 18, um, but I kind of want to preface this. This guy named James is actually Jesus's brother.
1: Yep.
0: It's kind of cool. Ooh, yeah. Um, Younger brother. yeah. And we're just going to kind of be in the first chapter here tonight, but I think it's important to uh, important to kind of cover that this is the first thing that James covers in this letter and w- of what we're going to read tonight, okay? And James touches on this on this concept of living in faith opposed to stirring up faith um, like we were talking about earlier. And um, it's, it's, I, I feel like a lot of us have bought into that concept. Let me just embellish on it a little bit more um, where we just stir up faith for a situation
1: mm.
0: instead of carrying this high level of intensity of our faith through everything. Yeah, I, I just got into stocks
1: like, I, wow, stock, man, stocks. The
0: I got my free stock. Good. I, I just got into stocks and I feel like uh, I've been watching it a lot. I feel like sometimes, and, and just bear with me for this, sometimes our, our, our faith looks like the same way our, the stock market does. It goes up and then it shoots down and, and it goes like all over the place because it is so manipulated by situation. Mm. Does that make sense? The stock market is literally manipulated on situations and what ha- and what happens in the news and what's leaked here and what what's leaked there. How does that relate to your life? Because all, uh, all of this, you get all of this information blasted at you all day long, correct? Yeah. Some of you guys have your Instagram notifications on and like, holy crap, I don't even know how you do it, right? It's scary. You're just getting blasted, boom, boom. The ESPN, boom. Miles Garrett, Tries to kill a man, boom, kind of thing. The, the dog pound is, is strikes again, kind of thing. All of, this, all of this information is hitting us all over the place, correct? Mm-hmm. And it, it influences our faith line. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It influences our faith line. Oh, well, okay, so and so is about to be out of office, so what's going to happen? Where's my faith now? Mm-hmm. So-and-so is going to be here. Where's my faith line? Oh, my gosh, the stock market's crashing. Where's my faith line? Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh, my grades are in in shambles. Mm -hmm. Where's my faith line? Oh, I'm struggling at work. Where's my faith line? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Oh, my family is turning on me. Where's my faith line? Right? What I want to urge you in tonight... And I, I could just stop here, We, I mean, but I'm not going to. What I want to urge you in tonight is making your faith, I always do the backwards one, making your faith, just for you guys looking, ready? Making your faith start here and never wavering, just in a small increase over and over and over and over. Okay? That's the way our faith has to be do you understand the urgency of this? If I don't understand the urgency of enduring and having endurance in my faith, I will just really annoy Jesus. (laughs) Like, I don't want to annoy Jesus. I kind of feel like sometimes we're just like, okay, um, all of a sudden this flares up and now I just need prayer for that one spot. Instead of saying, hey, what if us as a community just says, I'm going to pray for you anyways?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't need to hear your requests. I'm just going to pray for you. What if we did that as a community? What would that look like? Our group me would be a lot different, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There would be a lot more breakthroughs than, okay, I need prayer for this. There would be a lot of, oh, wow, all of a sudden it just vanished. Mm-hmm. And then every single person that clicks that heart is the person who's praying for it. Right? That's what I want it to be. That's what the Lord wants our faith to look like. Amen. Praying regardless. Interceding regardless. Worshiping regardless. Not just because I need something. That's right. It's scary when we just dive into this concept of flattering the Lord for our benefit. Yeah. It's so scary. Yeah. I'm just going to flatter the Lord. I'm going to tell Him how great He is, how lovely He is, so I can get breakthrough over my own life. Because I have an agenda. Mm instead of just being consistent with him and saying I love you Lord no matter what.
1: Come on. Right? Yes.
0: Yeah, this is faith endurance. Right?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, you you how do I It's not like It's not like my love for Madison has hit its peak. It's not like my love for Madison dips ever. My like for Madison sometimes dips, right? Hey, it's okay. It's okay. You get it too. <laughs> but my love for Madison never shifts, correct?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If it does, yikes. My love is on a trajectory. So by the time I'm 60, we should be more in love than we are today,
1: mm-hmm.
0: correct? Uh, How does that relate to the Lord? Because it's the same. It's a marriage,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? When you're married, all of this is going to make sense. I, I promise you're gonna be like, oh, that's what that weird guy said, right? Okay. What? No. Our, your your love and your trust in somebody grows the longer you hang out with them,
1: mm.
0: right? It's not like the first time I hung out with Blake, I was like, oh, cool, man, let's just uh, let's just start ministry together. <laughs> no, I had I had to earn Blake's trust and he had to earn my trust. It's this back and forth, correct? Yeah. Do you understand this? I can't just say all of a sudden, "Hey, here's a million dollars." I don't know what you—I don't know you. I don't know what you're going to do with it. There's this trust. There's this increase, right? Now me and Blake are moving mountains, right? Mm-hmm. I guess nobody thinks that.
1: <laughs>
0: nope, nope. Yikes. Um, I feel like this. I feel like this living in faith opposed to stirring up faith is the same kind of spectrum of when a person that you're supposed to like walks into your friend group circle and you act really fake. Hmm. Hmm. And then when they walk away, you're like, oh, let's just get back to our normal conversation. I know none of you guys do that because you guys are way too lovely. Yeah, right. I just feel like it's that, you know, it's like, oh, Lord, I'll just bring you along when I need you. Oh, it's it's like when you're my age, you know somebody who has a truck. Why? Because so that they can help you move, right? You know that person. And it's that kind of lame relationship. Like, hey, man, I'm moving again. Can you help me? No, it's not Blake.
1: That is not Blake. No, it's not. No.
0: You guys completely miss the point, and you're actually belittling Blake. Okay, it's not Blake. Do you understand that?
1: I get the point.
0: Okay, it is just using God opposed to living with God. Does this make sense?
1: Yes.
0: Endurance is so important when it comes to our faith. If we have no endurance, we will start the race and hope everyone else can finish it for us. So let's read James.
1: Again,
0: okay? Yeah. Endurance is so important when it comes to our faith. If we have no endurance, we will start the race and hope everyone else will finish it for us. James chapter 1, verse 1. Ready? Yes. Yeah, see James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the twelve tribes in the dispersion. Greetings. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet various kinds of trials. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Another word for steadfastness is endurance. Correct? There's a few things I want to touch on here. Consider it all joy. What does it all mean? Huh? Life? What else? What'd you say, Samuel?
1: Everything that you face.
0: Everything. It all means everything. So it's not just when things are going your way. Interesting. Very, very intriguing. Very interesting. Isn't it? Not just when everything's going the way I think it should go, mm. that I should be happy and that I should count it all joy, but instead, everything. All things. Everything. It all. Count it. It all. Joy. Right? Okay? And then, when you face trials is another thing that's in, this, in that little chunk. Do you understand that the, what the word trials means? It does not mean situations. The same word trials here is the same trials that is used in the temptation of Jesus with the devil in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Do you understand this? It's not, oh, I'm about to lose my job. Okay, cool. Get another one. Hey, get another job. Okay? At the end of the day, these are supernatural trials. Why? Because those are the moments when the devil is uncomfortable. Do you understand this? I want to make the devil really uncomfortable when I walk into a room. I want to make the devil really uncomfortable in our meetings here. That's why we see a lot of breakthrough in this place.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. he's uncomfortable. He's like, oh God, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah? yeah? He's uncomfortable. Okay? Yeah. Does this make sense? So trials here means a supernatural trial. Yep. Not, oh, I stub my toe on my dresser and the whole world's crumbling now. And yes, I am belittling. Okay? Feel my love in this, though, okay? I'm not just... Yeah, whatever. Oh, this word trials means temptation. It's used in the same way when Jesus was led into the wilderness, okay? Yep. the This word trials is not, oh, this or that happened, or... No, yeah, it's not that. It's not, oh, this or that happened. It's actually an attack of who your king is and who you are. These are the trials that James is talking about. Yes, I understand things suck. Great, get over it, follow Jesus. Then they won't suck. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that? Yeah. I'm not belittling what you're going through, but hey, focus on Jesus. Jesus. Right? I was telling Madison the other day, babe, focus on sleeping instead of the noise happening outside. Right? Focus on the Lord instead of everything else you're not supposed to be focusing on. Come on. Right? Yep. Does this make sense though? Yeah. I really want us to grasp this and hang on to this okay. because what if we don't hang on to this, we're just going to be victims of our circumstances and we're going to have this thing called circumstantial faith and it's not a good thing. Yes? Unless you think it's a good thing, then convince me. But it's not a good thing. Your circumstances don't influence who Jesus is, who your king is, and who you are. That's
1: true.
0: Do you understand that? Yes. Do you actually?
1: Yes.
0: Good. Good. These trials are an attack on who your king is. Do you understand that? Cool. Chapter, or verse 4. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Perfect, complete, lacking nothing. So for my equation people in the room, here's your equation. Endurance produces perfection, actually better translated into maturity in Jesus. So if, I'm in, if I endure with the Lord, if I stay steadfast with the Lord, if I have faith in Jesus and it doesn't shake, then what's it promote? Maturity in who He is. Endurance also produces completion. Not in the sense that you have now arrived, but, because God is a God of increase, right? But a concept of, I know where I belong now. Some of you guys think that when a circumstance flies up in your face, you're saying, I don't know where I belong now. I don't know who I am now. Why? Don't do. Please stop. Please. It doesn't do anything, it doesn't do anyone, you any good. Just because I might lose my job does not make me a less Jesus person. Come on. Just because a family member passes away does not mean that it takes me away from Jesus at any level. It actually causes me to increase. Mm -hmm. Do you understand this? Yes. Good. And then endurance produces lacking nothing, which means He will provide when and how you need it. That sounds pretty good, yeah? Oh, yeah. All of those sound really, really nice. So why are we taking ourselves out of the game? Why are we taking ourselves out of the ball game here? You know? Are we that mentally weak? We're like, oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. Woe is me. No, shut up. Put your big boy pants on. Pull your boots up. Let's go. Amen. Come on. Let's follow the Lord. Right?
1: Yes, right?
0: Does this make sense? am I preaching to the choir tonight or am I preaching to people who need to hear this right this is important our faith endurance is important it will set us apart from everything it changes the trajectory of your life if I just stay steadfast on the Lord why because he stays steadfast with me he's faithful till the end he's not just this I'm going to waddle in here and then I'm going to just waddle right out no that's not who he is it's not who he is he's constantly there mm-hmm. and when we just beckon him when we need him we're turning him into a genie and you're insulting my God when you do that That's right. you're belittling my God when you do that yeah. it drives me up the wall verse 5 <laughs> guys ok? you need to take a deep yeah, breath you good I'll take a deep breath. Yeah, yeah let's go. Okay. First, verse 5, we'll go to 8. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all generously, without reproach, and it will be given to him. Oh, man, that's really tough. Gosh, that's so tough. We have to ask God, and then he just gives it to us? Wow, that's amazing. Huh. There's no strings attached to that? Oh, actually, no, there's no strings attached. It says plainly, if you lack wisdom, ask for it, and it'll be given to you. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, what else? Verse 6, but let him ask in faith with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that's driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded and unstable. <laughs> Not my words. I'm sorry. You can't get mad at me. You can't be offended at me. Okay? Okay? Yeah, okay? This is amazing. This is the character of our God. He says, hey, if you need it, ask. Right? Mm-hmm. Does the Lord heal all the time? I don't know, but I'm still going to ask. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Why have we taken, oh, if it's just the Lord's will, I don't care. I'm still going to ask for it. When I was a little boy, I knew my mom was going to say no to that piece of chocolate right next to the cash register, but I would still ask. Why? Because of the one moment that it will happen. Right? That's the same way we should approach our father. Because of the one moment that it will happen. And then watch it happen more and more and more and more and more. Because we're actually aligning our mind with His mind. Aligning our heart with His heart. And what actually happens is they become one. What a concept. That's what faith endurance does. They become one. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not like I needed to convince Madison to love me. It just happened. Why? Because we came one. It's a marriage. Do you understand this? It's a marriage. Jesus is my husband. He is. I love him. And I want to be one with him. Why? So I can walk in this. So I'm not double-minded. So I'm not unstable. Do you hear that word unstable? That's harsh. That's really, really harsh. Unstable? Unstable. Oh, so that means if I doubt that the Lord's going to do something, He actually is calling me unstable in my ways? And actually is calling my temple divided? Mm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know we struggle with doubt. I get it. I get it. We struggle with doubt. Hey, why? He's God. He's God. Yeah. He made this earth. He made you. And now he's saying, hey, if you want wisdom, ask for it. How many other things can we relate that to? If I want breakthrough, I'm going to ask for it. If I want him to show up in, this, in, in a scenario, I'm going to ask for it. Right? We see these videos all the time that really get our, get us excited of like people who are doing the Lord's work. We're like, oh man, if I could just have that capacity. You do. Just stop doubting. He's God Almighty. He's God Almighty. Nothing's out of reach for Him. Nothing. Do you guys understand that? Yes, yes. Whatever you're going through, it's not out of reach for him. It's simple for him. He's actually waiting for it. He actually uses the enemy as a footstool. He's waiting for the breakthrough. He's like, this is, this is way too easy. I mean, this is nice having my feet up, but I'd like to be engaged on this earth. Let's give him what he wants. He wants it. He's dying for us to ask him about things. Ask him for things. Like we do with a with a good father, like we do with a good mother, just ask.
1: Okay. Yes.
0: Cool. Did I read all the way to eight?
1: Yeah, yes, you did.
0: Cool. Let's go nine. (sighs) Let the lowly brother boast in his exaltation, and the. And the rich in his humiliation. Because like a flower of the grass, he will pass away. For the sun rises, and its scorching heat, and withers the grass. Its flower fails, and its beauty perishes. So also will the rich man fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Okay? Yes, it talks about rich man here. What's that actually calling us into?
1: Material.
0: Material, okay. It's, uh, I, I've, I've talked about this, to, I don't know, here or if it was just with Blake, but it's easier for a rich man to walk with Jesus because he doesn't have to trust him as much. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah? Yes? Okay, let me clarify. What he's actually talking about with a rich man is lack of trust, lack of provision, lack of necessity for the Lord. Right? He will wither away. He will be scorched up and his flower will fail. Yes? Yes. Because why? He's got everything he needs. So he thinks. How do you relate that to yourself? If you think you can provide for yourself in, in any area of your life? You're actually doing that exact thing. Right? Yeah. Do you understand that if you have a job in this room, it's actually the Lord's provision for you?
1: Mm-hmm. Come
0: on. Do you understand that? Yes.
1: Because
0: yes. it's very, very important. Mm-hmm. It's not like I was just given a job out of nowhere that I really didn't deserve.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? But he gave it to me and said, now be obedient with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right? Walk in it
1: mm-hmm. yes.
0: and do it in glory of me it in honor of me yes sometimes it sucks i get it my job sucks too but it's still the provision of the lord
1: yeah right yeah
0: and i still get to show grace to people who aren't showing grace to me <laughs> right mm-hmm. i had a lady chew me out this morning over text message she didn't even answer the phone call when i called her it's like a fighting with a girlfriend right <laughs> It's like, geez, woman, like, just let me talk to you and we'll make this right. <laughs> I'm going to drive to your house. I'm going to knock on your door. We're going to make this right. Right? <laughs>
1: hey, yeah.
0: It's all going to be all right. Yeah. Okay. You get my point? Yeah. Good. Okay. Uh, what do we go to? 11? Let's go to 12 now. Yeah? Yeah. Blessed is the man. This, hey, listen, listen, blessed. This is good, Right? Cool. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. Oh. Oh. That's not what you wanted to read, right? I'm sorry. It's just in the Bible. I didn't write it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me read it again. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love Him. Amen. That's so good. That's awesome. Isn't that good? That's it's, good? It's beautiful. It's really good. But what's the catch? Oh, you have to stay steadfast in the Lord. I'm sorry, there's no more of just to and fro. dee 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 No more of it. If you want to do the deet-deet crap, <laughs> you want to go just back and forth, world Jesus, world Jesus, my, my provision, Jesus' provision, uh, my uh, whatever, Jesus' whatever kind of thing, right? No, I'm sorry, you're not going to inherit the crown of life.
1: Come on.
0: What's the crown of life? Oh, heaven. You want heaven? I do. So, I've got heaven. You know it? You know that you have heaven? It's already got your name on it? You're already in that book? Yeah? Oh, that's good news. You should be all smiling right now. But what's it require of you? Oh, stay consistent with the Lord. Shucks. Now you got to do it. Now you heard the truth. Uh, now you're going to be held accountable to it if you're not actually obedient in it. Do you understand that?
1: That's right.
0: Right? So now you have to do this because you heard it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I spoiled that for you guys. You thought it was okay to be double-minded. You thought it was all right to do this and that and not follow Jesus with that and this. Bummer. Let's keep going. 13. Let no one say when he is tempted, I'm being tempted by God. For that man is an idiot. Oh, sorry, that doesn't say that. For God cannot be tempted. <laughs> 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 Thank you for laughing.
1: Uh,
0: 11, 11. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, a thanks. For, yeah, that's an LT, <laughs> LT <laughs> translation.
1: Can we edit that in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Let no one say when he is tempted, I'm being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil. He himself tempts no one. Did you hear that? Yeah. Did you actually? Yeah. Can you live in that now? Yeah. The Lord's not out to get you.
1: <laughs>
0: really? I know. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by what his, his own, own, own desire. desire. Sure. Whoa. His own evil
1: desire.
0: Oh yeah. Sorry. Own evil desire. Is that what your translation says? Yeah. Good. Then desire fifteen then desire when it has conceived gives birth to sin and oh. sin when it's fully grown brings death. forth death like Samuel likes to put it.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> true though. Hold my time, <laughs> <laughs> <don't want> that.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. We have to we have gotta live with the Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go. It's way more fun.
1: It's, you
0: know, it's really good. You like living with the Lord? Yeah. yeah. Who's living with the Lord? Good. <laughs> Katie didn't raise her hand. I
1: tried.
0: <laughs> 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 okay. Cool. Yes. Do you understand the beauty of what the uh, what image that uh, James just painted here for us? Yes. If I give life to sin. I give life to a bad plant, which leads to death. When I give life to my faith and I get and I keep on watering it and nurturing it and going back to it every single day and training in it and uh, huh, all of these things, yes? Mm-hmm. Then I give life to a beautiful, beautiful tree with fruit. Yes. Yes? Yes. Yep. Cool. What else? Sixteen? Am I sixteen now? Yeah.
1: Sweet. Yes.
0: Sixteen. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation, shadow due to change. The Father of lights. I love it. Do you understand that He calls us that we're supposed to be light to the world yeah. and He's the Father of us? He trains us. He shows us where to go to light the darkness. Yeah. He fathers it. He nurtures it. Nurtures us. Yeah?
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: cool. Cool imagery, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Uh, verse 18. Of, of His own will, He brought us forth by the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of His creatures.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Be a kind of first fruits. That's an interesting way to put it, huh? Do you understand that Jesus was the first fruit? Yeah. He was the first fruit, right? Sometimes we just think of first fruits of I'm going to give the first of my money or the first of my time or all these things, which is good. It's good truth. Yes? Mm -hmm. Do you understand that truth? Yes.
1: Yes.
0: Good. But actually, Jesus is the first fruit. That's
1: right.
0: And that means that we're a kind of first fruit. Why? Because we're supposed to be little Jesus's.
1: Yep.
0: Right? We can't be the first fruit anymore. It already came, correct?
1: Yeah.
0: He already came. But with that, we can actually walk in the same way that he did. Why? Because we follow him. Right. Because of our faith in him. Because we stay devoted to him. Right. Correct? Yes. Do you understand that following Jesus is more than a commitment? Yes.
1: That's
0: right. It's a covenant. It's a covenant. Mm -hmm. Do you understand that? Yes. Don't confuse commitment and covenant. Commitment is dedication, but covenant is dedication beyond seasons.
1: That's right.
0: It's beyond seasons. Yeah? Mm -hmm. All my all my weird people. Seasons. Oh my gosh, (laughs) I'm in this season today. And then tomorrow I'm in a different season. (laughs) And then next 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 hour, I'm gonna be in another season. Nope, you're just with Jesus. Actually, that's the way it should be. It's also fall. Huh?
1: It's also
0: fall. And the only season in the kingdom of God is spring. Why?
1: Because
0: it's the season of growth, baby. That's the only season with Jesus. I'm sorry if you're in a dry season. Sorry, you're actually in your own fleshly season. You're not with Jesus, right? <laughs> Drink it up, baby. Yeah? yeah. All right. So at the end of the day, no more seasons. Yes. Yes. If you start thinking, oh, I'm just in a bad season right now, rebuke <laughs> that out of yourself. Mm. Get it out of yourself. Kick mm. yourself in the face.
1: Yeah.
0: Or have one of your friends kick yourself <laughs> in the face. It's
1: probably more doable. <laughs> you got it. <Yeah>. <laughs> <That's true, laughs> get, get it <laughs> back. It <down. laughs>
0: Unless you're the Zohan. Do you guys seen the Zohan? Oh, yes,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude,
0: I love uh, uh, At the end of the day, you're in s you're in Jesus' season. Yeah. Okay? It's not like the Garden of Eden was going to die ever. Do you think the Garden of Eden had a fall? No. I don't think so. There's no way. No way. It was always growing. It was always blossoming it was always increasing yes? yes yeah i was watching lion king last night and it just paints this beautiful picture of who i'm serious i love the lion king madison fell asleep i was just weeping watching the lion king huh when you were asleep i turned that puppy on and i was just like man simba just walk in your identity, man. You know? gonna <laughs> cry. Oh, I love The Lion King. I That's just weep nice when I see. watch The Lion King. I'm
1: really excited for
0: May,
1: man. <laughs> Why? going to see it. it. Lion excellent. King? It is oh, I know the play. You
0: Broadway. went on and on and on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Broadway, baby. Oh so good. So, aside from all that, but Lion King.
1: All
0: right. <laughs> It's this beautiful scene when Simba and his dad are at the top of the mountain and they look over and say, This can all be yours,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but don't go over here.
1: Right.
0: right? And then what did he do? He went over there. Right?
1: Yeah.
0: And then they had another discussion. They came back. His father fought off the enemy. Yes?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The enemy, not because Simba stubbed his toe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He fought off the enemy and then brought him back to safety. Brought him back to the promised land. Mm-hmm. Yes?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And they have this beautiful conversation of Simba, remember who you are. Man. Killed it. Do, you remember, do you see the scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Remember who you are. You're a child of God. That actually... The situations, the circumstances that you're going through don't influence that identity title.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you understand that? Yep. He knew that he was a son of the kingdom, of the Pride Lands, of the Promised Land. He then walked in that identity.
1: Mm.
0: Yes? I know, this is deep for Lion King. You're never going to watch Lion King the same. You'll just be like, oh, I get why Lex cries with this. Oh, my God. Yeah? You'll understand because it's incredible, just the love of the Father. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's incredible. And I don't even know if Walt Disney was was a God-fearing man, but, man, does that paint a beautiful picture of who our God is. Right? Yep. Yeah. Who our God is. He goes out of his way to remind us who we actually follow.
1: Yeah.
0: Who we are actually heirs of. Mm. Not E-R-R, right? Some of you guys think that you're heirs. No, you're not heirs. You're heirs. yes? With an H, okay? You're not an heir. E-R-R-O-R, okay? Do you hear that? Yeah. Like, I'm serious about this. I know I'm being silly, but you're not an E-R-R-O-R. You're not an error. You're perfectly and wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. And the Lord wants you to be steadfast to Him. So He can be held steadfast to you. So that you guys can fight the world together.
1: Mm. Right? Yeah,
0: that's right. Right? What happened when Simba walked in his identity?
1: He reclaimed what was
0: his. He reclaimed what was his. Mm. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. He took down the enemy again.
1: Yeah.
0: And reclaimed what was His. Mm. I want you guys to reclaim what is yours. Mm. You guys have an inheritance of God Almighty, the Creator of the heavens and the earth, the mountains and the waters, the birds and the creatures. That's who you're a part of. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Praise Him from who all blessings flow. Mm -hmm. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. That's amazing, yes? Yes. Do you get the urgency behind this? Yes. Let's walk in it today. Let's walk in it tomorrow. Yep. Let's walk in it for a week and see what changes around us.
1: Forever.
0: Right? I don't know about you guys, but I, uh, I kind of have an addictive personality. If you know me well, it's just like, oh, I want that and I'm going to go get it. Right? Blake understands this. Madison understands this. I think Jaden does. And I think Andrew does too. And you. You understand this. Yeah. My sister. Yeah. I have an addictive personality. I don't know if you guys have the same. Of like, once I get hooked on something and it's really good, I get hooked on it. And I can't be drawn away from it. I can't. I mean, cool thing is I channeled it properly. (laughs) Okay. Yes?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Hey, I channeled this properly, and I get there. This is what it means to have an endurance with the Lord. If you don't have an addictive personality or anything like that, just get hooked on Jesus. I mean, let me put it this way not to get dark or anything. I've had a lot of drugs, I've tried a lot of drugs, and he's the best one. Mm Then Benji's just like, whoa. <laughs> <Benji's> like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I, I'm serious. Like, he is the best. Mm.
1: That's right.
0: And I'm hooked on him. I want you guys to have the same hook. Right? And it is a gateway drug when you follow Jesus. Oh, okay. You want more and you want more and you want more and you want more. Okay. And that's why you guys sometimes think I'm a little yeah. weird, is because I want more, I want more, I want more, and I want the depths of God. Yeah. I want the deeper glory of God. I want the I want the highest. I want it all. Yeah. I can't wait till I'm 60 and then what I will experience when I'm 60.
1: Yeah.
0: Can you imagine? <laughs> if I stay on this trajectory, yeah. oh if you start your trajectory, you guys have got a way to I Do you understand that? <laughs> I got saved when I was 17 and I still had no idea who the Lord was until I was like 19. Walk in it. Get hooked on the Lord. I'm serious, please. I want I want this night to turn into less training and more encounter and more glory. Come on. I want your guys' training to be at home. Mm. Right? I'll train you on Tuesday nights, guys. You know, Madison will train you guys on Saturday mornings kind of thing. I want this night to be just encounter after encounter. I want it to be a place where you know that you'll come and you'll be healed. I want it. I want this to be a place where, okay, I'm struggling with which way to go, and you know that you can come here because somebody's going to have a word of knowledge or a prophetic word over your life, and then you'll know exactly where to go. I want that kind of anointing in this room. Right?
1: Yeah. Do you guys want that? Yes.
0: Right? That would be really cool. <laughs> that would be a place of Jesus. That would be a Jesus meeting. Right? <laughs> yeah. It would be beautiful. I want that. And I want to do it with you guys. I don't want to do it with anybody else. I want to do it with you guys first. And then I want to see the, the multitudes walk through this. Yeah. I want to see the multitudes walk through this door. It will happen if we walk in this. Mm -hmm. Do you understand this?
1: Yes.
0: Okay. I feel like I could just talk about this topic forever. Mm -hmm. I just love this topic. I love this topic. Do you guys like this topic or does it make you feel uneasy? I think it's just, it's an empowering message. Mm -hmm. I think it's just gets me really, really excited to follow the Lord and to Mm -hmm. do his work. And like, I can't wait till all you guys leave so I can spend more time with him.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. just me and him. You know? Do you guys have that hunger? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Get that hunger. If you don't have that hunger, taste of it. And then you'll be like, okay, I can never eat anything else again.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I only want that to eat. You know? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Cool.
0: Um, Anything else, Lord? Our faith should endure all things. Period. Hold your hands out in front of you. Lord, I lift up every single heart, every single mind to you tonight. That there would be a whole nother layer of devotion and commitment to who you are, who you say you are, and who you've called us to be. Lord, would you remind us of who we are? Of what you've called us to? Of what you have promised for us? Lord, I'm obsessed with that song that it just says, Take me back. I remember when I was young and you said these words, would you say it again? Lord, I pray that you would say it again over every single person tonight. Whether it's in this space or when it's in their bedroom when they're about to go to sleep. I pray that you would remind them. And meet them where they are. And Lord, I pray for this endurance, this training. This training in you so that we can endure all things. Not just some things, all things. Oh Lord, I pray that we would team up with you to defeat every scheme of the enemy. That the devil would feel uncomfortable when we walk into a place. That he would say, "Jesus, I know," and Lex, I've heard of. Yes? yes. Or Jesus, I know your name. I've heard of that kind of anointing, that kind of reputation in the supernatural. And Lord, we just thank you for who you are, what you've invited us into, that all we have to do is ask, and ask. Not, not whine, but ask. And that you always come through. Maybe not in the way we want it to be, but that you come through. You don't just call yourself a provision because it sounds pretty. You call yourself a provider because it's who you are. And Lord, would we walk in that more and more. Day in, day out. Week in, week out. Month in, month out. Year after year. Decade after decade, would we stay steadfast with you and go on a journey with you with wherever you want us to go? And that your manifestation of glory would follow us all the day long. Yeah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you are first fruits and that you modeled to us how to live for the Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we all said. Amen.